Hey guys, welcome back to the Truth and Gratitude podcast. This is Brooke, and we finally had the second wellness retreat under our belts. And it was just a couple weekends ago, and it really was a great, great weekend. We had an amazing group of people who were open and who were willing and ready. And um, they were an amazing group of people who had a great story and who were on an awesome journey. And um, so I want to share with you the message that I shared with them uh, just a couple weekends ago. And I really feel like it's important to uh, share with you on the blog and on the podcast the messages that I share at these retreats because some of you are unable to come. Um, and I, I feel like the messages are very important. And I feel like it could be really beneficial, not only to myself, but uh, to you as well. So every wellness retreat is themed. Um, and this particular one was themed it is well with my soul now I was raised in a southern baptist church this is a frequent hymnal that was sung um as I was growing up and uh anytime that I hear that song or I think of the lyrics I ultimately go to uh the the word that sticks out the clearest to me and it's the second word that is in the song uh, within the first few verses and the first three verses are when peace like a river attendeth my way when sorrows like sea billows roll whatever my lot thou hast taught me to say it is well it is well with my soul and as I was preparing for this talk in my notes I made sure to highlight and underline whatever my lot Whatever comes my way, whatever craziness comes my way, whatever situation comes my way where I feel like I don't have control over the situation, whatever busy schedule, whatever argument, whatever uh, anxiety or stress comes my way, the song is saying, thou hast taught me to say, it's well with my soul. And this is a wonderful idea, um, but it doesn't feel so true all the time, at least not to me. It doesn't feel so true to me all the time that I have this attitude of, you know what, whatever comes my way, I'm going to be at peace. Um, I'm a human being and life can get super crazy. And sometimes it's really hard to see the peaceful moment when you're kind of in a windstorm. And uh, so I went ahead and I, I talked to the people all about you know, just finding a peaceful moment. The goal is not to be stress-free in this life, but to find the peaceful moments. And I also mentioned that it's so interesting. Every time that I am preparing and getting ready for these talks, I feel like God gives me a situation to go through um, where I'm going to have to experience exactly what I'm talking about. And um, as I was preparing for this talk um, a couple weeks ago, I felt like I was a chicken with my head cut off. I mean, this is is something that happens quite frequently. Um, you know, I've got two small children and um, I feel like, you know, I'm a pretty, pretty busy gal. And um, I had a really rough couple mornings um, in a row. And in one particular one, um, looking back now, it's pretty funny, but you know, I was already um, pretty pretty stressed out the day before the day prior that this happened. And I kind of came to grips with myself and gave myself what I needed to calm it down. And the next morning, I was having a great morning. My my daughter and I, we were getting ready to go to school, and I pull into the parking lot, and um, you know I'm ready to start my day. And we're usually not there like right on time. Okay, before I had children, I was 
Like, I was that person who was there 10 minutes early. I mean, you can ask all my friends. I was always the first one there waiting on everybody else because I... I can't stand running late. Um, but now that I have children, I've come to grips with, well, you know what? We're literally going to be like right on time or a few minutes after the time. So I've had to deal with that. Uh, but anyways, we were preparing and getting ready to get out of the car. And as soon as I did, um, I was getting my child out of the car and I was parked. This is very important information. I was parked in the parking lot. I was nowhere near grass or anything of that nature, but I was getting my daughter out of the car and all of a sudden I felt, uh, like fire on my feet and I looked down and I kid you not, there's like 50 something ants like covering my legs and I looked like a freak show. I mean, you know how you do whenever, uh, ants attack you. I mean, you were like, doing the happy, I mean, not the happy dance for sure, but I mean, you are bouncing all over the place, right? I mean, it looks like you are, you know, uh, praying for rain or something. I mean, I was bouncing all over the place, trying to get these ants off of me, like just swatting everywhere, looking crazy. And I had a dress on. So I am like hiking that dress up, um, trying to get all these ants off of me, you know, just, uh, saying any, um, colorful language that may come to mind. And I'm just freaking out. Okay. These, I'm not afraid of insects, but I'm freaking out because these ants have literally crawled up my leg and come to find out they were fire ants. And for some reason they were in the parking lot. They were in this particular parking spot. And um, I don't know if there was food in that spot. I don't know if they were, you know, someone said that maybe um, they were, I don't know, eating eating the gasoline. I don't know. Someone had mentioned that. I don't know why they were there. But the point is, is that they were not supposed to be there. Okay. Those ants were not supposed to be there. Um, you were supposed to be in the grass. You know, this is the asphalt. Like, they should not be in my area, in my lane. And... I felt crazy. And not only that, I felt crazy because I was going crazy in a school parking lot where other teachers are walking by, other people walking by, and they are getting to witness my moment of not having peace, right? They were have they were noticing my moment of dis-ease, my moment of stressing and freaking out. And I wanted to just like go curl up in my car because I felt like I had it all together. You know, that particular morning, I felt like I had all my ducks in a row and I was doing good. And it just took one little ant, really technically 50, but one instance with, you know, these ants and, um, I just flipped my lid and, um, so this is happening, you know, as soon as I'm about to deliver a talk about peace, you know, and um, I felt really shameful. And that particular word I didn't come to grips with until later I went to my counselor. But, you know, I was telling my counselor, I just feel like I don't have it all together. And I just want to feel like I have it all together. And I'm doing all these things, you know, I'm praying and I'm journaling and I'm meditating and I'm doing the yoga and I'm juicing. I'm doing all these things. And yet I don't like having a moment of freaking out all the time, or I don't like feeling like my head is cut off. And, you know, if you have children, you know that people will tell you, 
um, just enjoy this moment, like just enjoy this. And, you know, you're only here in this moment with young children once in your life and you'll look back on it and you'll, you'll miss it. That was not the issue. My child was not even the issue. I am totally fine with having a messy house and, and running here to there and all of that. But what I'm not okay with is having a moment of freaking out or being frantic or being so tired and weary from rushing here and rushing there and trying to do all of the things. I mean, literally explaining this here on the podcast is exhausting. And so, you know, she had mentioned to me, you know, this is the phase of life that you're in right now. You are a busy person. You are are all over the place and you're trying to do all of the things And what would it feel like to not do all of the things? And I hate when people tell me that because I'm like, well, the things still have to be done. You know, I mean, yes, my husband picks up as much slack as possible. um, And there's a lot of slack when he comes home. A lot of slack from me from trying not to do all of the things. But when he's not here on a daily basis, the things still got to get done, right? So I'm going through this moment of frustration and vulnerability and um and I'm sitting here thinking once again how in the world am I going to be able to talk to people about this when I don't even have my crap together and um she mentioned to me she said you know I think that you feel shame when you don't feel like you have it together when you have those moments of just like the balloon popping, you know, it taking one little poke from a pen to make you pop. You know, you have shame when you feel that way. And she is correct. She is correct. And um, later I came to find that just because I'm doing all of the things and just because I am really uh, turning inward a lot and really um, going deep and having these talks just because I'm doing all of these things doesn't mean that I'm going to be at peace all of the time at all, right? Um, But I can be aware of the situation and try to find a peaceful moment. I may not have a, you know, peaceful day. The whole day, you know, may not be summed up to, wow, that was a peaceful day, but I can look for a peaceful moment in the storm. And, um, so I came up, the teacher and me, I came up with an acronym, uh, for peace. You know, I broke it down into, you know, the five letters P E A C E. And I was mentioning to the group, I was saying, you know, okay, when we have those moments of freak out, when we have those moments of, struggle or we're feeling disheveled or feeling dis-ease, how can we find that peaceful moment, right? That peaceful one minute, five minutes, 30 minutes in our day. Um, What can we do more of to promote peace in our lives? And so um, this is what I came up with. So I hope you will um, remember this for the word peace. So for the letter P, I said perspective. Um, this is what we choose to see and what we choose to focus on. And I've heard it said before that our um, perspective, it's either our power or our prison, either way. Um, so it's how we're choosing to perceive and how we're choosing to look and understand the things going on around us. And um, 
we can choose, that's the hard part, we can choose to see things as beautiful or as miserable as we want in our lives and in this world. Um, An example of this, you know, one day I was driving my daughter to school and there was a storm coming and and the sky wasn't as beautiful. You know, we'll talk about the sunrises whenever we're driving to school and the colors she sees and this particular morning, um, it was very cloudy, very dark. There was a nice little storm rolling in. And um, she had told me, she said, Mama, look at the sky. It's so beautiful. And this is what our normal conversation sounds like whenever we're talking about the sunrise. And I was like, oh, yeah, I don't know, baby. You know, there's a storm coming. And she was like, no, Mommy, it is beautiful. You know, I see the blues and the purples. And so she is choosing no matter if a storm is rolling in or not to say oh no like I still see the color I still see the beauty in it um it's just it's just different it's different than one what we're usually seeing uh the sunrise like so it's either your power or your prison for your perspective the letter e is expression um letting that mind chatter letting that hamster wheel in our brain to really calm it down to really woosaw um through our expression and what I mean by that is we're going 90 miles per hour and things are going through our mind and we're just feeling frantic but to find that peaceful moment let's express let's get it out um in order to decompress and so we can do this through prayer you know Uh, we could do this through song singing out loud we can do this through worship meditation journal yoga, whatever you need to do to express, express in order to decompress. The letter A um, is authenticity. I talk about this all the time, but this is when we are our truest selves, when we are our most authentic selves, accepting all of the parts of us, right? The good, the bad, the beautiful, the ugly. When we hit that head on and we say, okay, here I am. I'm going to let out my inner freak. This is who I am. Um, We are no longer at war with ourselves. And we're just our, we're just us. And so when we do that, we give others permission to do the same exact thing. So it creates a peace within us. Uh, letter C is finding that calm space. It's your safe um, haven, your safe place whenever you're going through a lot. And that might be somewhere out in nature. It could be, you know, with a friend. But going to that place that really calms you down and um, really lowers the sympathetic nervous system. We have two different, um, but well, we've got several nervous systems, but we got one in particular, which is the sympathetic nervous system. And that is your fight or flight mode. Okay. That's like your revved up mode. So when we go to our calm space, when we're doing the yoga, when we're decompressing we are lowering that fight or flight mode um and we're raising the parasympathetic to parasympathetic sympathetic excuse me parasympathetic nervous system which is allowing those um that that really calm sense kind of come over you so for me um definitely going outside definitely finding a body of water um go into that place where it, it makes you super super calm and the letter e the very last e which i feel like is very important is to exhale so inhaling taking in that deep breath is so important but the exhale is twice as important Okay, I feel like sometimes we're walking around and we're inhaling, but we're not letting it out. 
When we finally let it out, it is the act of letting go that's letting go of the tension, that's letting go of the struggle and uh, the battle within yourself. So we can kind of take that away from the the idea of breathing and just take in the fact that we're taking in all of these things throughout life, but we're not letting a lot of things go. And it's very important to let the stuff go, right? Um, so when we do that, when we en- inhale, but then we exhale and let it go, it's bringing us back to that present moment. It's allowing us to really be able to breathe a little bit easier. Um, I, I also heard someone else say that whenever we are not in this present moment, we are just hallucinating, meaning hallucination is seeing things that are not actually really there. And so when we get really frantic and wound up about the future, or we get really sad and down about the past, we're choosing to see things that are not really there. And we are choosing to not be in this present moment. So when we can exhale, bring ourselves right here to this moment where I am recording this podcast in my lovely office, which is my closet. It brings me to that present moment. It brings me to right here, right now. So I really hope that these, um, these words for the word peace help. Once again, it's perspective, expression, authenticity, calm space, and exhale. These are things that can kind of bring about a peace within our soul, a peaceful moment for ourselves. Um, so it was a really great retreat, and I really feel like uh, our group really received everything really well. So that's really exciting. So um, the next wellness retreat will be in May, um, and it is all about being um, healthy and happy, which is going to be right there in the summertime, welcoming in the sunshine, really taking a moment for just play, right? Really not taking ourselves so seriously and having a moment to just be. So I'm really excited about that one. So if you're interested, definitely hop on over to CallawayGardens.com to sign up for that wellness retreat in the month of May. Guys, continue to stay tuned in to all um, content. Um, There will be, I'll give you a little spoiler alert. There's a new journal by Truth and Gratitude in the making right now. So definitely be on the lookout within the next month or two for your newest journal from Truth and Gratitude. Guys, I hope you uh, have the best day and continue to be raw, be authentic, and be you.